Hi friends, it's Andrea here with another episode of Adventures in Feeding My Fam. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Do you actually know when you are hungry? Do you actually know when you are full? These are questions that we don't often consider, but I want to dive deep into this today and show you how to get reacquainted with these sensations that so many of us have lost over the years. It's really a fantastic key to natural weight loss and getting peace with your food. It's a win-win. Before we dive into the episode, I want to tell you about a group coaching program I'm offering called Stop Counting Calories, Lose the Weight, Expand Your Life, and Never Diet Again. This is a 10-week long group program, and you'll get the tools you need to eliminate the food rules, trust yourself with making healthy food decisions, and most importantly, be kinder to yourself. I've taken all of my years as an experienced registered dietitian, where I usually work one-on-one with women, and I've created a group dynamic that supports women to not only meet their weight loss and health goals, but to rid themselves of the constant work, like with a capital W-O-R-K, all the work of dieting and the guilt that comes when we think we don't follow our plan perfectly and get rid of that feeling of failure and shed the weight that we want to lose. Instead, together we create new habits, new beliefs, so that you can feel grateful about your food so that you can stop judging yourself and start being kinder to yourself. Identify food triggers in order to avoid emotional eating that's holding you back from your goals. We eliminate food rules so you can really, really enjoy food while eating mindfully and trust that you feed yourself well and sustain your healthy eating habits long after the 10-week program has finished. And also you'll experience lasting weight loss so that you can feel better, have more energy, and be the ultimate good food role model for your children. During the program, we meet on Zoom for 10 consecutive weeks starting October 4th. And we'll focus on one main topic per week to help you transform the way you think about food, such as mindful eating and why food rules are harmful. Each week, we'll have a discussion, Q&A session, and a little bit of an assignment, which allows you to get the support that you need and enable in order to implement what you are learning and what you are changing about the way you have eaten all your life, really. This group environment is welcoming, encouraging, and super supportive, and you'll never feel judged or guilty as you go through your transformation with other women just like you. The result is not another quick fix weight loss diet. This instead will transform the way you think about food and you'll learn the skills to support a new way to achieve weight loss and really health forever. I hope to see you there. Adventures in Feeding My Fam is a weekly podcast discussing the challenges and fun around feeding your family healthy meals. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years, so I know the importance of good nutrition. But I'm also a mom of three, so I understand the challenges and humor that comes along with trying to make this happen. 
In this podcast, I'll share my tips, tricks, and menus, but I'll also share the stories and food prep failures that come along the way too. Interview guests will discuss family food traditions, how to strengthen bonds around the family table, as well as their favorite family recipes. There isn't one right way to feed your family, but there are countless stories and you can take bits and pieces and learn from all of them. When we're born, we have innate skills that tell us when we're hungry and when we're full. Think about a baby. They cry when they're hungry, they calm down when they are full, or they fall asleep when their belly is satisfied. Even thinking about someone who's a little bit older, a toddler that you put in a high chair to eat, they typically start off super enthusiastically. Then as they fill up, they start playing in the chair, maybe getting distracted. They might throw the food. All of those are signals that they want to get down because they're full. If you tried to hand feed that toddler that was up there, they might turn their head away or spit the food out. All signs that they are full showing us that kids, younger kids, are really in tune with their hunger and fullness cues. And as they grow, their bodies are growing in a really predictable rate and fashion because they are listening to those hunger cues and they're getting the nutrition that their bodies need and desire. Over time, we lose those skills. And this happens gradually, but for many reasons. It can start at a really young age with mealtime socialization. So think about it. And this is no judgment because we've all experienced some of these types of situations. So I'm not saying it's bad or good. I'm just giving you an explanation why we lose our ability to really tune into our hunger and fullness cues. Did your parents ever tell you to clean your plate? They meant well, but what they were telling you to do is to ignore your satiety cues and eat beyond when your body was telling you that you were full. Other people, like in my mom's house when she was growing up, there was a lack of food. And for her, since there were 10 kids, if they didn't eat right away when the food was available and served, she might not necessarily know when she was going to eat a full meal again. So now that food isn't an issue, like the availability isn't an issue, she has a really hard time letting food go to waste. And in fact, at my son's third birthday party, she went around eating leftover cake from several of the other kids' plates because she didn't want to waste the food. I literally had to stop her. And I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening, I'm not trying to embarrass you, but it's really just a good example to demonstrate a point of how our habits are really shaped when we're very, very young because of a lot of situations that are really beyond our control. So that early childhood socialization can affect what our ability is to listen to our hunger and fullness cues. And that is a huge challenge if we're trying to lose weight or stop emotionally eating. So other factors or reasons that we eat without paying attention to our body's cues are sometimes we get distracted. It's easy to lose time uh, when we're super, super busy and we lose touch with our hunger cues then. Stress, for sure. In times of increased stress, 
our senses can be dulled. Your focus might be on something else that you're feeling instead of what your body is telling you related to your hunger or fullness. And that stress has the ability to kind of suppress and increase appetite in different situations, or it can vary between person to person, and that can really throw your hunger cues off. Also, eating gives us a dose of immediate satisfaction and distracts us in the short term from our situations that we are feeling that stress from. And then there are tons of external cues. Think of all the ads that we are bombarded with, commercials from the internet, social media, billboards, newspapers, all kinds of things. When we see these cues, this makes us hungry when we're really not. And also smells. Think about if you just had dinner, but somebody in your house is cooking up something good, all of a sudden you might find that you're thinking about food and wanting to eat again, even though you're probably very full and satisfied. So with all of these factors affecting our ability to really be in tune with when we're hungry and when we're full, how do we relearn when we actually are hungry? It's really an important skill. And how do we reteach ourselves if we don't know when we're hungry? It might really seem like an elementary, basic, kind of silly question. But many people, many women, have become so disconnected to their hunger. Some will admit that they have not felt physical hunger in years. And if everyone ate only when they were physically hungry, we would be able to manage our weight with much less effort. I suggest starting by asking yourself a very simple question that is critical in the relearning process. Question is, am I hungry? This question will be your refrain, and I suggest it be your refrain every time you reach for food. When you go to grab an afternoon snack, ask yourself if you're hungry. When you go to get seconds at dinner, ask yourself if you're hungry. I teach women to really work with a 10-point hunger scale. So one being that you're super, super starving, like you're getting kind of hangry, maybe you're getting a headache because you're so hungry. And then a 10 is the complete opposite side. You're so full, you're stuffed, you might have to lay down, your stomach hurts, maybe you're going to unbutton your pants to relieve some pressure on your belly. That's kind of the opposite full side of this hunger scale. And in the middle is where you want to be living. So typically you want to be living between a three, four, five, six, seven. You never want to be getting so overly hungry that you know, you're feeling those hunger pains and hunger cramps, terribly so. And on the opposite end, you don't want to be overly stuffed or overly full. So get in the habit of asking yourself if you are hungry. Oh, and by the way, related to the hunger scale that I just talked about, I'm going to put a link for that. I've got a really nice PDF form of that. And you can refer to kind of the description of one through 10 so that you can better evaluate your hunger when you're asking yourself this. That link will be in the show notes for you to grab. Okay, back to what I was saying. 
I was talking about judgment. So when you're asking yourself if you're hungry, this should be done without judgment. When you're relearning your hunger cues, you might find sometimes when you're reaching for food that you're not hungry. Do not use this as an opportunity to beat yourself up. Don't say something like, oh, I can't believe you're eating again now. I can't believe it. Instead, use it as an opportunity to collect data. This is important. You're learning about yourself. You are reacquainting with yourself. No judgment, please. Here's another quick heads up. When I teach this to people, the description, like the description that I just gave you, seems very basic. However, it's really, really common that a week later or a few days later, they come back to me and say, Anjaya, I don't know what hunger feels like. This is really a lot more common than you would think. I answer them that it actually doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's right. It's cool because it doesn't really matter if you're not sure if you're a five on that hunger scale or a three on that hunger scale. Because as you continue this exercise, you will learn when you are hungry. You will learn when you are full. It's really the process that gives you the tools you need. So it doesn't necessarily matter where you are right now, because you might say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really hungry. I'm, I'm a two. But as you begin to learn your body, and it doesn't take terribly long, but as you begin to learn your body, what used to be a two, that might now be a number four instead. And what happens is, is if you're now a four on that scale, you might just have a light snack instead of when you perceived that you were a two, you might have had a full meal. So it naturally evolves over time as you begin to learn your own body's cues. It's really pretty fascinating. So be patient and consistent. And that is the key, the consistency. And continue to ask yourself the question, am I hungry? and evaluate where you fall on that hunger scale. You'll teach yourself everything that you need to know because it actually is within you. It's just kind of gone by the wayside for now. We just need to reacquaint ourselves and bring it out once again. Once you have these tools, you can then reduce or put a stop to emotional eating. And amazingly, in a very natural, healthy way, weight begins to fall off of you. Literally, this happens to so many women. You'll have fewer battles with yourself around food. So you get kind of a sense of peace and acceptance develops around food and eating. And it all becomes easy, which is what I want for you. I hope this was helpful. Until next time, take care.